President Biden pushed his socialistic Build Back Better plan this morning at the United Nations Glasgow Climate Summit. Prophecies foretell the Antichrist will rule a socialistic world government in the end time. Well, we will analyze the ongoing fulfillment of these prophecies on this edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. And it's good to be back on the radio live. I've been uh, out of town traveling, doing conferences, took a little vacation. And so, uh, man, I'm so happy to be back with you all this afternoon. And we're going to be talking about the ongoing fulfillment of the socialistic kingdom of the Antichrist. It's being established right now. And I want to, so there's many ways I could show that to you and prove it, but I want to go to the Glasgow Climate Summit that's going on this week and to show you how they're in this Glasgow Climate Summit, they're trying to implement socialism globally. Now, many of you know who, what Greenpeace is, this environmental agency that's going around pushing the the green agenda and green things around the world. Well, a founding Greenpeace member, Patrick Moore, he's a PhD. He is now, he's come out of Greenpeace and he's now a vehement critic of Greenpeace. He gave a statement before the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee um, and Subcommittee on Oversight back in February of 2014. And he said this, There is no scientific proof that human emissions of carbon dioxide, or CO2, are the dominant cause of the minor warming of the Earth's atmosphere over the past 100 years. He states, if there were such a proof, it would be written down for all to see. But there's no actual proof. As it is understood in science, no actual proof exists. So what is this? Glasgow Climate Summit all about. It's about implementing socialism globally. It's the ongoing fulfillment of a 2,000-year-old prophecy that there would be a socialistic one-world governing body established just prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ. We're watching that being fulfilled in our news as we speak. So you guys know, if you've listened to us at all, you know that the global warming climate change, it's basically designed to scare everyone into accepting a world government. And I'm going to prove that to you in great detail on today's program. But the question is, why? Why would politicians, um, world leaders, scientists, and global these global dreamers attempt to perpetrate this unproven belief system on the human race that would result in bringing total revolution to the world. 
It's all about driving humanity into world government. They don't care if it's true or not. It's not true. It's an absolute hoax. But they don't care about that. They quit telling the truth years ago. Back um, after World War II, just after the concentration camps were liberated and we dropped the bombs on Hiroshima, Nagasaki in 1945, the United Nations was founded as an, an international organization to, to supposedly maintain peace and security by developing friendly relationships between nations and promoting social progress, right? I mean, that was, the, that was the ruse. That was the spin that was given to us. And the idea behind the institution, well, it sounded great until it was discovered that the charter establishing the United Nations was drafted by a communist spy, Alger Hiss. So with a communistic agenda driving the mechanics of the organization, it's really easy to see how the global elites have been able to work from within the United Nations to quietly build a world government. And a socialistic world government, that's the goal of promoting the belief in global warming, and that's the number one vehicle to reaching that goal. Now you understand what's going on with this Glasgow uh, Climate Summit that's going on right now. By, it, it is hosted by the United Nations, so it lets you know that's the, that's the, um, that is the ideology of the United Nations, socialism. So when the United Nations hosts a global climate summit, what do you think they're trying to accomplish? Implementing their belief system of socialism around the world. One of the core belief systems of socialism is that most conflict in society stems from an ever-broadening gap between the wealthy and the poor. And the contention is that the wealthy are the ruling class and that they will inevitably use their economic power to enforce their will upon the less fortunate. The ultimate socialist solution for that problem is to abolish private property ownership, for the state to own all principal means of production and the central government redistributing wealth evenly among the masses. And the result would be a classless, communistic society where a global government would ensure equality for all citizens. And it would be impossible to fully realize the dream of a communistic one-world government without the redistribution of wealth from the developed nations to the poor, underdeveloped nations of the world. And I'm going to show you how that is, in fact, what they're trying to do in Glasgow as we speak. You say, no, 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 Dave, that's all a, a climate change, an effort for the, United, the world governments to work together on, a, on climate change. That's an absolute ruse. That's a hoax. They're trying to implement socialism globally. And I know we're coming up to a break here in just a little bit, but I'm going to prove that to you in great detail today. So this is the main goal of the global warming and climate change hoax. The United Nations elites know that a perpetual global life-threatening crisis is necessary to convince wealthy nations 
to accept the punitive costs of these cap-and-trade taxes and and other um, wealth redistribution schemes to redistribute the wealth of developed nations to underdeveloped nations. That's what these huge $10 billion a year commitments that you hear being talked about among nations, we need to commit billions of dollars to this uh, climate catastrophe. But it's simply not true. It's a hoax designed to redistribute the wealth of the world. We're going to get deep off into this this afternoon, everybody, because it's a fulfillment of Bible prophecy given by John in the book of Revelation. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills. But God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV. And now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time Message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. So everybody, if you want to know what's going on with Glasgow, now you know. Wealth redistribution, socialism, global socialism. I mean, wealth redistribution is exactly what carbon cap and trade laws are designed to accomplish. And again, all these billions and billions of dollars of commitments made by President Joe Biden... It's all about wealth redistribution. There's no climate change catastrophe to fight. But yet, they're all saying it's the existential problem of our generation. Or life-threatening. No, it's not. It's all about wealth redistribution. I mean, the, the, these cap-and-trade laws you've heard about, the government sets a cap on the amount of carbon emissions. You've heard about that. Your SUV, 
a, a coal-fired power plant, carbon emissions. They set a cap on the amount of carbon emissions that an industrialized nation can emit. And if that limit is exceeded, carbon credits can be purchased from underdeveloped nations who have more credits than they need. The problem never gets solved, but wealth is redistributed. I mean, the global warming fear-mongering, it's simply a scheme put together by global elites to redistribute the wealth of the world and to move us into world government. That's what's going on in Glasgow as we speak. Former United Nations climate official Otmar Edenhofer, he co-chaired the UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change Working Group on Mitigation of Climate Change back in, let's see, it was 2008 to 2015. He said this, and I'm quoting. He said, one has to free oneself from the illusion that international climate policy is environmental policy. He said, this has almost nothing to do with the environment policy anymore. Okay? Think about all this climate change you hear in the news. They've admitted it has nothing to do with environmental policy, with problems such as deforestation in the ozone hole. He said, we, distri- we redistribute de facto the, wor- the world's wealth by climate policy. That's what they're doing. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. But if you sit at home and watch the nightly news, CNN, MSNBC, it's all about fighting the climate problem and all this. Uh, they don't care about the climate, everybody. What they're trying to establish is a socialistic, one-world governing body. And this is one of the methods, one of the main messages they use to push that hoax on the human race. In um, Linda Goodschmidt's book, The 50 Humanitarian Hoaxes, I know many of you bought that book once I mentioned it on the radio. She actually states this. The humanitarian hoax of climate change is the whopper of the 21st century. It is a deliberate political scheme to transfer the wealth of industrialized, productive nations, particularly the United States, because we're really the last capitalistic holdout, to non-industrialized, non-productive nations. And it is a, a, a globalized, it is globalized socialism. You see, everybody, the United States is the great holdout. If we yield our capitalistic system to socialism, it'll, it'll sweep the world in a moment. Because most of the rest of the world is already socialistic or socialistic leaning. And there are a lot of globalists here in the United States. It's by grand design that they're trying to move us towards this socialistic system and off of capitalism. Why? Capitalism is freedom. Socialism, control by the elites. Now think about that. When you, regardless of your political belief system, socialism is control. It's not, hey, free health care and free college and free this, free that. No. It's contr- socialism's all about control. Talk to some people who have left socialistic countries. It's all about control at the end of the day. Talk to somebody coming from Venezuela or from North Korea or from China. Communism, socialism, control. Capitalism, freedom, the American dream. If you have the initiative and want to work hard, you can do whatever you want to. 
regardless of who you are, where you came from, what color your skin is, that's irrelevant. Work hard, put in the time, and you can make your dream a reality. So it's globalized socialism. She goes on to state President Obama's long-term plan of internationalized, globalized world requires the deindustrialization of America. We're watching that happening right now. President Obama's, and it's still bleeding over, believe me, beyond President Trump, his crippling energy restrictions were designed. You say, well, how's it bleeding over? Because President Biden was vice president under President Obama, you remember. He is President Obama. This is a continuation of the Obama presidency. So President Obama's crippling energy restrictions were designed to weaken America's defenses by destroying America's energy industry. Look at what they're doing. He said we need to, in the, I remember the um, debate between Trump and Biden where he said we need to move off the oil and gas industry. And I think it's like 75 or 80 percent of our America is driven, our energy is driven by oil and gas. And yet, he won the presidency? We were shocked. Or I, I mean, perhaps it was stolen. I can't prove that. Maybe Some people believe they can. But I haven't tried to prove it either. Uh, it might be pretty easy to do. Who knows? But anyway, but, destroying America's energy industry. Think about it. And making us more dependent. This is a grand grand design. You say, well, man, uh, Joe Biden got in office and then all of a sudden our gas started climbing. Folks, we knew it would. When they start spending and spending and spending and spending, then you have inflation. And when you have inflation, in other words, the dollar buys less than it would have when a President Trump was in office. Gas prices were going down. Now gas prices are skyrocketing. Why? Inflation. And But what's happening is, is they're, they're destroying America's energy industry, making us more dependent on foreign energy, and increasing our trade deficit to unsustainable sustainable levels. It was all by grand design because people want to... Impl- if they can destroy certain things and get us dependent upon the government... They can implement socialism. It's government dependency. This is what's going on right now in America. That's why a socialist will come along and promise free college. We'll wipe out your college debt. We'll give you free health care. Folks, the government has nothing to give you. The money comes from you, the American population. What, What do you think the government's going to give you? Only what they took from you. The government creates nothing. And so this is all by grand design. Now, you say, well, Dave, you're scaring me. My goal is not to scare you. My goal is to wake you up so that way we resist socialism in America. Socialism is not a good thing. I talked to a, 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 a guy coming out of college here a while back. Got a college degree, an economic degree, a good one. Well, I should say a good one. He was come out of college telling me, he sat in my office and he told me, um, the United Nations is a good thing. We need the United Nations. We need the Federal Reserve. And I said, I called his name. I said, you've got to be kidding me. That's what you got out of college? That we need? I said, where does the Federal Reserve get their money? He just sat there and stared at me. 
I see, if they're a bank, who puts money in the Federal Reserve? It's a private club, everybody. So, the, my, man, the Paris Climate Agreement. The, the Paris Climate Agreement, you understand, is an anti-American. Uh, Linda Goodschmidt actually said this. The Paris Climate Agreement is an anti-American humanitarian hoax designed to transfer wealth. The purpose of the climate change hoax is to deindustrialize the United States of America, collapse our economy in preparation for a one-world government. You remember, you want to know what's going on in Glasgow, the Paris Climate Agreement. So Glasgow is COP26, the Conference of Parties 26. So it's the 26th. There have been a long line of these. Happened. For many years it didn't happen last year because they, uh, they postponed it. I think it was maybe they had some Zoom stuff, but it wasn't like a normal meeting. But the Paris Climate Agreement, which President Trump pulled the United States out of because he realized it was a socialistic redistribution of wealth scheme, that was adopted at COP21 in Paris back in 2015. Well, now they've got COP26. It's another effort. So the, the globalists basically are meeting at COP26 this week to set this, this socialistic climate policy for the foreseeable future. You say, well, how do you know it's socialistic? Because of the United Nations, everybody. The United Nations has been socialistic from its inception back in 1945. So if the United Nations hosts a conference of parties, it's going to be to push socialism. The um, COP26, which is in Glasgow right now, this is the annual United Nations meeting of 197 countries that have agreed to the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. Um, according to the USA Today, scientists say humanity has about a decade. Now, here comes the scare tactic. I wanted to show you this. Scientists say humanity has about a decade to dramatically reduce heat-trapping gas emissions before thresholds are passed that may make recovery from climate collapse impossible. Are you scared yet? The, world, the earth's going to burn up and, and uh, we're causing that. that. There's no truth to that at all. It's not going to happen. The Bible says as long as the earth remains, there's going to be heat, cold, Spring, summer, winter, and fall. The earth is going to go, as long as this earth is here, it's going to continue on just like that. There's going to be winters. There's going to be summers. Spring, fall, heat, cold. It's not going to fail. But these people are humanitarians. They don't believe in a God. They're not paying any attention to God. Okay? They believe humans have the answer to this quote-unquote crisis that they've created. It's a hoax. So... At this meeting in Glasgow, approximately 20,000 people, including government representatives, you heard about President Biden having um, 85 limousines and different vehicles in his motorcade. 85. Imagine the emissions they're putting off with that. And then there will be government representatives, scientists, policy experts, and they're going to attend the formal talks in Glasgow. And in, in a prepared remarks at the United Nations Climate Summit um, in, in Glasgow this morning, President Biden argued that the globe is at an, let's see, what he say, an, an inflection point, a, a tipping point. 
in the fight against climate change and that countries have only a brief window to act. This is all, they're always saying this all the time. We've only got seven years. We've only got 12 years. He actually said, there's no more time to hang back or sit on the fence or argue against ourselves. I'm quoting. He said, this is the challenge of our collective lifetimes. The existential, the life-threatening threat to the human existence as we know it. Are you scared yet, everybody? And this is very important, and I, I, I just pay attention to this term. I've brought it up many times. Many times you will see Joe Biden give a speech, and it says this term on the front of his podium. Joe Biden said today, this morning, my Build Back Better framework. Remember the term Build Back Better. When you think Build Back Better, think socialism. Joe Biden said, well, my Build Back Better framework, he's talking to the climate uh, conference in Glasgow. He said, my Build Back Better framework will make historic investments. Here comes the money. Here comes the commitments. Here comes the wealth redistribution. He said, my, my Build Back Better framework will make historic investments in clean energy, the most significant investment to deal with the climate crisis, which is a hoax, that any advanced nation has ever made. So, I said it's socialism, right? Well, Oklahoma Congressman Mark Wayne, he actually stated that President Biden's Build Back Better plan is a blank check for socialism. He said, by now you've probably heard about President Biden's $3.5 trillion Build Back Better bill and all the empty promises that are in it. The truth is that it will do nothing to build our country up. Instead, it is a blank check to take our country into socialism. The bill will change every American's way of life. It's filled with radical policy changes that's going to raise the cost on all goods, put the federal government in charge of educating our children. That sounds great, doesn't it? Let the government raise your child? They're trying in our schools already. They want to prioritize climate policy over national security. Hey, President Biden is at, in Glasgow today talking at a uh, United Nations climate summit and redistributing the wealth of the United States. But look at what's going on on our southern border. Prioritize climate policy over national security? Absolutely is what he's doing. Breach every American's privacy and saddle future generations, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, with mountains of debt. This is the goal, everybody, of what's going on in Glasgow right now. It's been happening for many years, all the way back, I think, since um, in the 90s. Now we're at COP26 this week, and they're trying to set climate policy to do what? It's socialism, to redistribute the wealth of the world because climate change, global warming, it's a hoax. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. So Oklahoma Congressman Mark Wayne, he said in an attempt to eliminate fossil fuels, this legislation would impose the the three and a half trillion dollar spending plan of Joe Biden. He said it will impose a fee on all methane emissions, including our agriculture industry. So he said, we all know that a fee is just a tax and that consumers are the ones who will pay for it. The tax is estimated to cost $6,500 per a dairy cow. Now think about that. $2,600 per head of cattle. $500 per swine each year. And that's more than the animals are worth. So it's going to run ranchers out of business. He said that Democrats are touting that this bill has $200 billion of federal spending for free universal preschool and community college. And what the Democrats aren't promoting is that, is that states, will be, states will be required to foot 50% of the cost once this measure is up and running. And this is the same for free community college provisions. So states are going to be required to foot 25% of the two-year fee of community college cost as well. Now, you see, folks, nothing's ever free. You pay for this, these supposed free things with our freedoms. And the state of Oklahoma, he said, would pay for the bill too. Not just Washington. Every state would. The Biden administration argues that new in, the new IRS provisions in the bill would narrow the tax gap. But it's just a gross example of federal overreach. The IRS would require banks to report transaction data in any account over at least $600 of cash. Have you heard about that? In or out annually, violating the privacy of what Americans do with their money. It's all about control. And these are just a few of the worst provisions in that legislation, and there are thousands more that take us closer to full-blown socialism. And beyond that, it calls for the highest sustained federal spending level in American history that's going to saddle our future generations again with massive debt. The Democrats want government control over every aspect. Now, this is uh, what um, Mark Wayne said. 
The Democrats want government control over every aspect of our lives, and that's exactly what they're delivering. Now, I'm not saying every Democrat. I'm talking about the ones in Washington that are making these policies because I have Democrat friends that don't agree with some of this stuff. I know that sounds crazy, but that's true. If this bill, Mark Wayne goes on to say, if this bill gets signed into law, it's the end of the American dream and the beginning of government dependency. So you can see um, we're, they're try, the main goal here is that I'm trying to get across to you on the radio today is that socialism, 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 any way they can implement it here in the United States, they're trying to. When we're talking about global warming, let me get back on that for just a moment because this is such a hoax that's being perpetrated on the human race. Back in 2014, Investors Business Daily published an article, Global Warming is a Backdoor to Socialism, and now even the UN admits it. So in the article, they said, as evidence discredits global warming, and it really does, it's easily disproven, Resistance to such facts by green elites reveals their real aim is bringing socialism through the back door. Um, Christiana Fugueras, I've talked about her many times on the radio. She was the executive secretary of the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change, the UNFCCC. She stated this, democracy is a poor political system for fighting global warming. The really good model is communist China. Well, why wouldn't she say that? The United Nations is socialistic. And she condemned as very detrimental Congress's refusal to pass back then the UN's climate change agenda, even as evidence reveals that global warming as a hoax and the United Nations agenda as a threat to America's economic well-being. In the world that she inhabits, the people's interests don't matter. Neither in the United States nor in population uh, pollution-choked China. All that matters is, again, control. What's socialism all about? It's not free stuff. It's about control. In modern times, the only ecosystem in which these kind of people can effectively exist, exist is a communist one. And then in Fulcrum, the news source, the glo- they published an article, The Global Warming Hoax. It's about socialism. This was back in 2019 by the writer's name was David Reed. He says, for a decade, I've been saying that the theory of man-made global warming is like a, a watermelon, green on the outside, red or socialistic on the inside. Superficially, it's about environmentalism, but a deeper level, it is about central command of the economy, socialism. You wonder why our president is in Glasgow right now pushing human-induced global warming, which leads to climate change, saying we will do more than any nation ever has. It's because Joe Biden has a socialistic ideology. He's a globalist. He believes in socialism because human-induced global warming, which leads to climate change, is an absolute hoax. The article goes on to state, because if you can convince people that carbon dioxide will superheat the planet and has to be carefully regulated, you can control every aspect of human existence right down to breathing. Because we breathe in oxygen and breathe out carbon dioxide, right? Carbon dioxide, they're saying, is part of what's heating up the planet. Are are they going to tax us to breathe 
before it's over with. And he says you can control all aspects of power generation, commercial and residential construction, all aspects of transportation and the manufacture of vehicles from gas to electric. I heard in California they did away with uh, gas-powered lawnmowers and chainsaws and all kinds of stuff. And how warm or cool people can keep in their houses, regulating their energy usage, how far people may commute to work, all, all aspects of business and leisure travel. So the purported need to police carbon dioxide is the golden key. Now remember what's going on in Glasgow. This is exactly what they're trying to do. They say, well, we'll just, give, we'll just pour hundreds of millions of dollars at it and we're going to move to sustainable energy like um, electric cars, electric uh, solar panels and these wind turbines. Ask people in South Texas how the wind turbine thing works out when it gets really cold. They all froze up down there this year and everybody in Dallas had pipes freezing, or I mean uh, Houston had pipes freezing everywhere because they were relying on these big wind turbines. How'd you like to depend on that for the entire United States energy source? Makes you feel comfortable, doesn't it? So this purported need to carbon, police carbon dioxide, that's the golden key that unlocks the door to centralize state control of every aspect of economic life. And think of the timing. That, that was real, the timing of all of this. That was really a tip-off too. I mean, when did you first hear about the menace of man-made global warming? Think about it. I mean, I graduated high school in 1986. I never heard anything about that. But wasn't it in the early 1990s, after the collapse of the, the, uh, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, and there, after communist China had begun turning to privately owned businesses to manufacture its exports, it was just within a few years after socialism, common ownership of the means of production was thoroughly discredited as a theory for organizing economies and generally abandoned, except in, uh, what, Cuba and, and North Korea, that we began to hear about man-made global warming. The whole world having just witnessed the total debunking of socialism as an economic theory, the, the utopian totalitarians, which, like the poor, you apparently have always with you, remember? Well, they needed a new excuse to control the economy and micromanage everyone's life. So the proponents of the notion that your SUV is cooking the planet, they're, they're not even pretending anymore. They just come right out and admit the whole thing is about socialism. I mean, at The Guardian, the news source, Phil McDuff's column... Um, ran the, the headline, Ending Climate Change Requires the End of Capitalism. Have we got the stomach for it? Climate change, uh, McDuff informed us that the, the fault of private ownership of businesses. You say, well, hold on. That's what President Biden's pushing in Glasgow. Exactly. Socialism. Uh, climate change, he said, is the result of our current economic industrial system. The green, back when the Green New Deal was being pushed, style proposals, uh, Mary sweeping environmental policy changes with broader socialist reforms because the level of disruption required to keep us at a temperature 
anywhere below absolutely catastrophic is fundamentally, on a deep structural level, incompatible with the status quo. This is all a hoax. I know I've said that word a million times, probably said a million more, because you've got to get it in your head. It's a hoax. So according to McDuff at The Guardian, if you want the planet to survive, you have to abandon capitalism. See what's going on? A method of economic organization that works well and has raised living standards throughout the world and stratospherically in the West and embraced socialism, which has failed utterly and miserably everywhere it has been tried, absolutely without exception. And there was another recent article in The Guardian by uh, Jeff Sparrow. He said, is socialism the answer to the climate catastrophe? And of course, his answer, yes. There's every reason to expect various versions of socialism to play an increasingly important role in discussions about the climate catastrophe. But what if the climate catastrophe is a hoax? Then socialism's the goal. And even if it was real, I don't want socialism here in America. You know, only someone who has never lived in a socialist command economy could imagine that a free market economy is more degrading than a centrally planned socialistic economy. I mean, those who live through uh, socialism, they're easily able to spot the global warming hoax for what it is, an excuse for socialism. The former president of the uh, Czech Republic, uh, what's his name, Uh, Vaclav Klaus, he stated back in a 2011 speech in Australia, and I'm going to quote, he said, they want to restrict our freedom, freedom because they, they themselves believe they know what is good for us. They're not interested in the climate. They misuse the climate in their goal to restrict our freedom. Therefore, what is in danger is freedom, not the climate. And Klaus, who had spent much of his early life fighting the communist government of Czechoslovakia, he admitted he's very sensitive to the issue. He said, but I'm afraid that some of the people who spend their lives in a free society, they don't appreciate sufficiently all the issues connected with freedom. So my oversensitivity is that it's like an alarm clock warning about the potential development, which I'm really afraid of, the implementation of socialism in the United States. And, well, he was talking about Australia, but I'm talking about the United States. He said, I feel threatened now, not by global warming. He said, I don't see any, but by... By the global warming doctrine, which I consider a new dangerous attempt to control and mastermind my life and our lives in the name of controlling the climate and temperature. So he noted that the, the great irony in all this is that the socialist governments of the Soviet Union in Eastern Europe, they were the worst polluters of all. It's just a backdoor to socialism, everybody. And that's what we're talking about. What's going on in Glasgow? This week, socialistic principles. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. 
Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with Endtime to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-ENDTIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Okay, everybody. So, yeah, I've got some of you scared, and, I, and I've alarmed some of you, and I've uh, maybe fired you up a little bit. But why did I bring up this topic today? Because I want you to understand what's really going on in America right now. Why would President Biden, when we've got, when, if, if it continues to go like it is right now, we will have two million undocumented people come across our border, our southern border this year. Two million. Now that's a crisis. And that is a crisis by grand design. That just doesn't happen on accident. It's by grand design. And yet he's got that going on on the southern border, but yet he goes and commits billions and billions of hard-earned American tax dollars to a complete hoax. What's going on here? Well, he's trying to implement socialism here in America. He's a globalist. He believes in socialism. He knows that there's no global warming climate change catastrophe. I mean, let me ask you a question. President Obama, he was pushing, pushing, pushing. Many people were saying, oh, we only got a few years left when President Obama was in office. However, President Trump gets in office. He says it's a hoax. Did climate change, global warming, which leads to climate change, go away under President Trump? No, I mean, it was never here to begin with. Then, So he pulls us out of the Paris Climate Agreement, saying, no, that's wealth redistribution. He knew what was going on. President Biden gets back in, signs his executive order. We go right back off into the Paris Climate Agreement, which is wealth redistribution, socialism. So you can tell what's going on here. Why not protect our border, our southern border, but yet we're more interested in climate change, and which is a hoax, because we want to deindustrialize. That's what the big push is to move off of the oil and gas and the coal industry here in America. Deindustrialize America and then build us back better in the socialistic image of the world government. That's the goal. Now... Why did I bring it up? Because the Bible prophesies a world governing body that will be ran by the Antichrist. It will be the socialistic kingdom of the Antichrist. Uh, We know the Antichrist will rule over a socialistic one world governing body in the end time. And it's a very sobering and and something that... uh, we have to consider in the times just ahead. 
because we're living in the end time. I mean, I talk about it all the time. I was just on the uh, Jim Baker program, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago maybe, maybe about a week or so ago, and we talked about this. He said, Dave, give me some current events that are going on right now, letting us know we're in the end time. I said, the top three, world government, world religion, and precursors to the mark of the beast. They're things we're watching right now. This is the world government we're seeing being established. The, the, there are, um, and, and let me talk about socialism. The historical accounts of socialism are horrific. However, the Bible's clear. Once the satanically inspired end-time world leader takes the reins of this socialistic world government, it's going to be worse than any empire or government that has ever preceded it. Socialism is not a good thing. I know that's what our kids are being taught in school. But when that time comes, and it is coming, are we going to want a government full of socialists in the United States of America? No. That would be the absolute worst thing that could ever happen in America. Socialists would bankrupt our country. You think gas prices are high now? What if gas prices were $10 a gallon and a gallon of milk was $25? I mean, imagine. The sky's, the, the sky's not even the limit under a socialist country. You take Venezuela, a fabulously wealthy country just a, several years ago, but now there are people eating out of dumpsters. How does that happen? Implement socialism and we'll find out. It's the redistribution of wealth, everybody. If they can get everybody poor enough, then they can just control them by sitting back and just switching a few levers. You see what I'm saying? Capitalism is freedom. That's why government hands off of America, you take the regulations off. President Trump did it. He started pulling regulations off and our economy started skyrocketing. President Biden comes along, starts putting the regulations and restrictions back on, and economy goes down to a nil, right? Inflate, start spending like crazy, inflation rises, it's a mess. And I tell you what, I was talking to a friend of mine over the week, this past week, I spent some time with him. And I told him, I said, if I didn't trust in God, have faith in the Lord, know what's coming because of the prophecies of the Bible, yeah, I'd be scared. I would, I would be really concerned, I would put it like that. But my hope and faith and trust is not in the government. My hope and faith and trust is in Jesus Christ. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. So if I've got some of you alarmed today about what's really going on in the world, you know what? Jesus Christ is not alarmed by what's going on. He knew it was coming. He told us 2,000 years ago in the Bible, there's going to be a world government. It's going to be a socialistic world government. The Antichrist is going to lead that world government. But the church, Daniel eleven thirty two and 33, the Bible says that the Antichrist will corrupt many by flatteries. The Antichrist is going to come along saying, hey, I'll give you free uh, college. I'll give you free health care. Free, free. He, the Bible says he will corrupt many by flatteries. But the Bible says, but the people that do know their God, what are they going to be doing? They're going to be hiding under the desk. Oh, no, the Antichrist is in control. Nope, that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says that they that do know their God will be strong and do exploits, and they that understand among the people shall instruct many. The Bible prophesies in Revelation 7 that we will be having the greatest time of revival the world has ever known during the time of the Antichrist. John said, I saw a multitude no man could number. 
The elder said, where'd these guys come from? They were east, saw them standing before the Lord. They had washed their robes white in the blood of the Lamb. They'd been born again. The elders, he saw a vision of this in the future. The elder said, John, where did they come from? Who are these people? John said, I don't know. You know. And the elder said, these are they that came out of great tribulation. The greatest time of revival the world's ever known is during the time of the Antichrist. You say, well, then what are you doing, Dave? You're trying to scare us. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to say we're, we are watching the establishment of the world government that will be ran by the Antichrist in the very near future, and we've got to get our affairs in order, everybody. I've got to make sure I'm hearing for the Lord. I've got to make sure that if, if right now my hope and faith and trust is in government, I move off of that, and I move that my hope and faith and trust is in Jesus Christ, and I'm living for Him, and I'm doing His will in my life. And I'm living by the principles that he gave us in the Bible, those doctrines. Because in the end time, the Bible says, everyone whose name is not written in the Lamb's Book of Life will worship or follow after or pledge allegiance to this world governing body. And there's only going to be a few that turn towards Christ. The Bible says that broad is the way and many there be that go in there at. Because narrow is the way, and only few there be that find it. So guess what? Dave Robbins is going to be one of those few. Now, I know it's probably going to be millions that find it, but I'm just saying in the grand scheme of $8 billion, there's I want to be one of the ones that when that trumpet sounds, my feet leave the ground. So I'm telling you, we're just prior. Um, John prophesied in Revelation 13 that this would be there would be a world government, a socialistic world government in the end time just prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ. Really quick. The nations in Daniel 7, the, the lion with eagle's wings, the bear, the four-headed leopard, the ten-horned beast, they symbolize nations. Daniel 7, 7, 17, and 23 tell us that those beasts symbolize nations or the leader of those nations. So we've got the lion, Great Britain, the bear, Russia, four-headed leopard, Germany, ten horns of the ten-horn kingdom. Then you've got the eagle's wings, which are America. Go to Revelation 13. John said, I saw a beast come up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. So the European Union's mentioned. And then he said, I had the body of the leopard, Germany, the mouth of the bear, lion, the mouth of the, uh, the feet of the bear, Russia, the mouth of the bear, lion. And then, of course, it had and the, the dragon or Satan give it its seat, power, and great authority. It's a federalization of these nations in the end time. The United States is not mentioned there. So the seven-headed, ten-horned beast, Revelation 13, is symbolic of the one world governing body that the Antichrist will usurp authority over in the end time. Um, the Bible says, in Revel it talks about the, the world government and the leader of that world government, the Antichrist, in Revelation 13, 1 through 8. The seven-headed, ten-horned beast, remember that. In, uh, when you get over to Revelation 17, the parenthetical chapters, 17 and 18. In chapter 17, the Lord comes to John and he says, Hey, I want to give you a vision of my judgment on the end time false religious system, the harlot. And so 17 and 18 is God's, is God's revealing the judgment on that entity in the end time. Again, that's one of the things you can't be part of. And that's one of the reasons we teach that. Well, in Revelation 17, 3, the Bible says, 
that the, the John said he carried me away into the wilderness and he showed me a woman sitting on a scarlet-colored, seven-headed, ten-horned beast. What's the, what's the woman? That's the false religious system in the end time. Sitting on the back. She's merged. It's a union of politics and religion. What's the seven-headed, ten-horned beast? World government. But then it gives us another clue. Very important. It's a scarlet-colored, seven-headed, ten-horned beast. This world-governing body is going to be socialistic. How do I know that? Revelation chapter 6. The four horsemen. Zechariah chapter 6, verse 1 through 8. The four horsemen are spirits that go forth from before the heaven into the earth. They will control the ideologies, the thought processes, the spirits of men in the end time, of mankind. There's four. The white horse, white spirit, Catholicism. Red spirit, communism or socialism. The black spirit, capitalism. The green spirit, Islamism. The red spirit, communism, socialism. The Bible says this, Revelation 17, 3, look it up. That this seven-headed, ten-horned beast, this world-governing body, will be scarlet-colored. Or uh, scarlet and red, a synonymous term. A red seven-headed, ten-horned beast. Why does it give us that clue? Why is that so important? Because it lets us know that the end-time world government will be a socialistic, one-world governing body. Do we want... Socialism here in the, in the United States of America? Absolutely not. It would bankrupt us, number one. Well, I should say that's number two. Number one is that the Antichrist will lead a socialistic, one-world governing body in the end time. We do not want to be a part of that, everybody. And so it kind of helps you in the future, maybe some decisions that you make. Hmm, who will I vote for? Do I want socialistic principles in the United States. Do I want that kind of stuff? What, what are my kids being taught in school? Are they being taught socialistic principles? I can tell you that they are. There's many agendas being pushed in our school systems nowadays. Make sure you know what your kids are being taught. Make sure you have an education on this stuff. What's going on? The human-induced global warming, which leads to climate change. We're, put, we're, we're sending tens of thousands, tens of millions of dollars of, United, of your, our United States taxpayer dollars to fight this, but yet it's a complete hoax. It's a 2,000-year-old prophecy coming to pass right before our very eyes. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.